Executive Director of Band Central and radio talk show host on WPKN right here on 89.5 FM WPKN.org. Yay, you found us. Hey. I hope you're uh, you're maybe driving there on I-95 or having a little lunch break or, nice. or maybe you're recovering from your uh, second uh, vaccine. Who knows? Uh, Band Central broadcasts from 12 to 1 the fourth Monday of every month. Yes, this is the fourth Monday of the month. And uh, I want to thank all of our regular listeners for tuning in. Um, what this is really, it's an hour where it's part of an initiative by Band Central and WPKN to create a platform where we reach into the nonprofit community. Executive directors get to come on, talk about their, um, their missions. We also have uh, local musicians come on and talk about their music and the local scene. And, you know, we're kind of combining philanthropy and fun. We call it funlanthropy. So we got a great show here over the next 55 minutes. We got uh, singer-songwriter Rick Reyes here in the studio with us. Hey, Rick. How are you, Rob? Good, man. I can't wait to, to uh, interview you, and we're going to perform a song together. We also have Alicia Robinson, the Director of Performing and Visual Arts for the Bridgeport Schools, who's going to join us. And we're going to talk about music, art, and, you know, and what, what, the, what they're doing in the schools to... Uh, to basically keep school children engaged. The theme of today's show is education, particularly music education, and, and how we can ensure that, that our kids get a good, well-rounded education here in Connecticut, particularly in our most challenging areas of Bridgeport, New Haven, Hartford, where circumstances like race, ethnicity, socioeconomic status make it enormously challenging. I don't know if you guys saw, but the, uh, the United Way recently re uh, released a report, and it, it was from 2018, and it said that in Connecticut, there are more than 520,000 households, which is 40% of all households in the state, that do not earn enough to afford basic household necessities. So financial hardship, along with, you know, unequal public education, is making it extremely difficult for some of our neighbors to help be helping their children. And then you add on top of that, we got the COVID situation, where uh, it, it was recently reported that 226 of the 2,000 students that they studied are experiencing depression-like syndromes, uh, symptoms, excuse me, after a month of quarantine. So, you know, maybe a little more music in our lives could help with that. You know, I was, I was thinking about music education and doing a little reading, and I came across this Plato quote, and he said, musical training is, more, is a more potent instrument than any other because rhythm and harmony find their way into the inward places of the soul. Well said. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sure. so that voice right there is none other than Steve DiCostanza, the general manager of WPKN. Hey, Steve. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? Doing good. I like your T-shirt. Uh, Rob is wearing a, a community radio WPKN Limited edition, the, the Euro Oval edition. We haven't seen that for a couple of years. That's great. And, you know, for those of you who are listening, you know, PKN is a really special place. It's not just a radio station. It's very involved in the community, as I call it like a flashlight, uh, putting, putting the light on really important happenings in the community and, uh, and helping to promote them. So, you know, if you are a nonprofit who's listening right now, please contact Steve DiCostanza right here at WPKN and learn about ways that we can help platform what you were doing. First and foremost, you should create a, a fresh 
uh, PSA to promote mm-hmm. your cause yep. because at, at the five minute of almost every hour between shows, they you know we play those right here on PKN and really try to to, sure. to promote those. Yeah. In fact, we just uh, helped to promote the Artcade uh, Art event yeah. that uh, I saw Rick uh, performing with his uh, band. It was a fantastic turnout. Yeah, it was great. Really, yeah. I haven't seen it like that in a while. It was yeah, great. people it, were very happy to be there too. It was in the Arcade. It was at uh, City Lights. It was at Ursa Galleries. Correct. And all the all the activations going on. It's a vintage uh, uh, show, uh, art, music. Oh, the artists. And, and those are the kinds of uh, community events that we really do like to get behind as a, as a community radio station. And, and, and now uh, with our move, you know, to 277 oh, Fairfield it's Avenue, it's, uh, it's just our, it's our backyard, even more so. So we're really excited. Well, uh, why don't you back up a second, Steve? And sure. Just give us a couple minutes here on uh, – Exciting things that are happening at PKN, including an update on the move, because mm-hmm. we're expecting this summer WPKN is going to be broadcasting not from the University of Bridgeport, where we've been for 50 years. We're moving. And we, we're going to be definitely. right above the Bijou Theater, and we're going to be connected in a way to the Bijou Theater. Great. And then the second thing I want you to talk about is how do you think – PK, what would be your vision for how PKN could be more involved with Bridgeport schools mm. and school children? Sure. Let me take the first, uh, the first one, uh, first question. So we, we do hope to be in this summer, but there are always some vagaries of construction. Mm. Uh, so we uh, are on a pretty good timetable to try to move in probably sometime in uh, July. Uh, we're still hoping for that. Uh, it, it's... Um, you know, an exciting place to be. Uh, and we just had our own benefit on Friday at the Bijou Theater. It was actually the the first real big event that the Bijou has held. So it was a uh, uh, Rex Fowler from Aztec Two Step uh, performed the Simon and Garfunkel songbook, and it was a multimedia event. It was a, a live VIP audience, uh, socially distanced with about 50, 60 people. And then we live streamed it as well. So that was really exciting for us as well because we've had, well, it just felt like we were turning the corner uh, uh, on, on COVID, right? Mm. I, I mean, we're not quite there yet fully, but uh, a lot of people are getting their vaccinations. And, and Governor Lamont has has uh, made some pretty bold uh, pronouncements about uh, uh, relaxing yeah, restrictions, relaxing yeah. Res- restrictions on, on May 19th. So, in fact, some things coming up that is going to put back on the table doing a small satellite version of our Music Mash record fair. And we're going to be calling it uh, Music Mash uh, Bijou Square Bridgeport. And we're going to be doing that in the parking lot that is right across from the Bijou Theater. I would imagine with the renaissance in the interest in vinyl that the music mashup, which is where you can source uh, vinyl records, yeah. uh, would be really fascinating and actually draw people from all over the state. When is that date? It's going to be the third, uh, actually, the, uh, I should say the last Saturday in June. That's the 26th. That's great. So it's uh, going to be a smaller event than what we do at Reed's Art Space, where we would put almost uh, between 900 and 1,000 people through. I mean, we're going to have to follow protocols, but uh, there's room there for at least uh, 30 dealers to uh, be represented, and uh, we're, the, the Bijou will be activated. They'll be serving and maybe showing a movie as well during the day, and I'm sure we'll have some food trucks and oh, great. other vendors. So that great. should be good fun. Why don't you take yeah. a second on the uh, or a minute on the second question about, you know, and I know it's not a formalized thing, but what are some of your thoughts about how we can, as a radio station and as a, a social platform, do do something more to, to help sure. uh, kids in school. Yeah. And, you know, we started, we looked at uh, a couple of programs uh, with the high schools here in Bridgeport, mm-hmm. trying to do some sort of an after-school program. And uh, now that we're moving downtown and we actually have some additional space, so we have no space here presently. I mean, you can look around, you can see it's it's impossible to even 
really have more than two or three people in for an event. Uh, we have a community space. Uh, we have a third studio, our flex studio, uh, that could serve as sort of a training ground to actually uh, introduce some potential, you know, curriculum to not only high school students, but, uh, you know, other students that can work on uh, life skills, on presenting skills, on recording techniques, on uh, voiceover. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think one of the one of the areas that WPCAM would like to uh, inject itself into is is some uh, some school age uh, um, you know activation. I think it would be really f a, a great partnership. Well, that sounds exciting and like something I would uh, love to be involved with. You're listening to Rob Freed, Steve DiCostanzo, and Rick Reyes right here on WPKN. Uh, we're going to be back in a moment. We're going to play a little music here, and uh, we'll be back with our good friend Rick Reyes and uh, talking about all things music. Nice. <laughs> I just keep coming back to that New Orleans music. That is uh, Look at Pie Pie by the the Meters. Nice. Um, I'm hearing a little ring. Let's see. Okay. You hear that? That's a little hot there. All right. Here we go. Yeah. So let me take a minute here and tell you a little bit about Band Central for those of you who are tuning in for the first time. Band Central uh, presents themed concerts like different themes, Motown and Soul, British Invasion, Funk, uh, 80s and 90s, Latin, Dance Party, all these themes that allow audiences to help local nonprofits 
and we create and produce these events that empower the nonprofits, donors, musicians, and audiences to give generously through live music all the, while having fun. Uh, how does that sound, Rick? It, that, that sums it all. It well, you, like and, it. and you've been in a bunch of shows, which we'll talk about in a I minute. Have. But So we've got um, our 2021 summer tour taking shape, and we've got some amazing musicians. In addition to Rick Reyes, who we'll be talking to in a couple minutes, we've got Stephanie Harrison, who was on our show a couple of months ago, Gabrielle Lakshmi, Fuzz, a couple other members of Deep Banana Blackout, uh, Tommy Weeks, on and on. So a great lineup of uh, musicians. And it all starts on June 6th. Uh, We'll be doing a rock show for the New Canaan Mounted Troupe. Then on June 11th, We'll be doing a show right at the grounds of the Shakespeare Theater, the old Shakespeare Theater in Stratford for Sterling House Community Center. That's on June 11th. On June 27th, we'll be performing our 80s and 90s show for the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants right at the Knowlton in Bridgeport. Mm. On July 8th, we'll be at Penfield Pavilion performing our beach party show for Wolfgang on July 15th. We'll be performing our beach party show at a private home in Milford on the beach for the Center for Family Justice. Many of you who tuned in last time heard Deb Greenwood, the executive director of the family Center for Family Justice, talk about their, their uh, uh, cause and their new safe house. And then on July 31st, we will be at the Connecticut Challenge supporting uh, the ride for uh, cancer survivors, which will take place out of Greenfield Hill and Fairfield. So you can visit experiencebandcentral.com to check on these dates, sign up for our monthly newsletter and tour dates. And you could also follow us on Facebook at Experience Band Central. Uh, you know, live music is is definitely coming back on the scene. And, you know, I play bass and sing in some groups and have some upcoming dates at a really cool brewery in Newtown called Reverie Brewing Company at a wonderful French restaurant in Ridgefield called Sarah's Wine Bar and at uh, the Reading Roadhouse and Ponza Kitchen and Norwalk. So you can all check that all out at robfriedmusic.com. Um And lastly, I want to mention, for those of you that are deadheads, I play in the Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars. And our next show is June 5th at the Milford Post Mall. Now, it is with great pleasure that I introduce uh, a friend and also one of the people that is one of the most exciting and fun musicians to play with. His name is Rick Reyes, and he is the charismatic uh, frontman for the Cosmic Hibaros, which is a Bridgeport-based band that has in many ways been redefining Latin rock, where they, they build from Latin and Caribbean rhythms, but then they add funked-up guitar and accordion flourishes, and they achieve this sound that is very cross-cultural but also highly danceable. Now, many of you know what cosmic means, and you're probably wondering, well, what does hibato mean? Well, hibato is a Puerto Rican uh, native peasant worker, and just so happens Rick is Puerto Rican. And and their bloodline is derived from the colonial Spanish. So it's kind of got this Spanish and African mixture to it. Um, I want to also mention that Rick is one of of six teaching artists in Band Central's program in the Bridgeport schools that we coordinate with with City Lights. So with no further ado, let me introduce Rick Reyes. Hello, everyone. How are you, Rob? Good, Rick. Good to see you. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you start, go back a little bit. Tell us a little bit about why did you choose guitar and voice to express your creativity? Why did I choose guitar? I chose guitar, actually, there was a guitar in the house. Um, It was the most easily available instrument in the house. And uh, my father uh, would play guitar a bit, so did my sister. Um, So it was there for me, so I would say guitar chose me. 
voice, I would say, you know, uh, when I was a child, I used to write stories. That was my thing. I used to be into stories, and I would write my little songs. And I, so it, it just it was like a natural flow. I mean, the guitar provided me sort of like the, the, the garden or the, or the foil so, or the background. So yeah, I, I suppose if you, if you played uh, a wind instrument, you wouldn't be able to sing at the same time. Correct. So the nice thing about guitar is the portability. The you portability, bring, you know. And you, that you can sing and play, you know, tell the stories, right? Absolutely. So I, 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 um, it was sort of like a natural thing for me. Uh, I love the, the, the marriage of the two and the opportunity to sort of kind of, yeah, to tell the story, just add it to it. So Now, for those of you who, you know, haven't seen Rick or don't know, he's – He's kind of Connecticut's combination of uh, Mark Anthony wow. and Ricky Martin. Wow. And and maybe a little Brad Pitt because he's he's quite a good looking man. Bra- well, I would wow. say. But so uh, but why don't you what instead of me putting the words <laughs> in your mouth, why don't you tell us who were some of your musical influences, you know, when you were starting out? You know, I mean I I I uh, I always I always say the police was a, a big influence on in me, believe it or not, uh, from a musical point. But I, I remember that the first time that I was attracted to music was uh, my father used to play this radio station. Uh, and he used to wake up very early in the morning, like 5 a.m. And there was this radio station that would play folk music, Hibaro music from Puerto Rico. And it would wake me up. And that was, a, that was sort of like had such an impact in my life. Um, so that's a, that was an influence. Local music too. Uh, I you know I think uh, there were local musicians that would play in the area. These older gentlemen that would play, and they would seem so committed playing their instruments in this hebrew music and folk music. And that to me was also quite appealing. Like to see these musicians so committed and um, and so energetic about what they were doing. Um, popular music. My first tape was. Uh, I think it was a uh, Queen, a Night of the Opera. My sister had that tape, and I. So all these different things um, added to to um, to the influences, and I, you know, I'm open and I like all these kinds of music. So. Very interesting. We're listening to Rick Reyes right here on WPKN 89.5 FM and WPKN.org. This is Rob Freed. You know, we had uh, Fuzz on the program a couple of months ago. And it's interesting, he also mentioned the police as being very foundational. I guess it says something about our ages and when we were, you know, coming into fruition, in a sense, right there in the, you know, in the the 80s. The police, yeah. And again, I think the police also had this thing that was cross-cultural in a way, you know, the whole reggae thing, the, the way... The way they just wrote songs, and you know, and that, that's appealing to me. I really uh, like the, the simplicity that is also complex uh, in in the song. And so, Sting obviously is, a, is an amazing songwriter. Now, now you've you've stayed true to your uh, Puerto Rican roots in a in a sense where you've gone back and you've um, studied the Puerto Rican songbook yes. and created a little performance. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, it's and, a, and maybe even where people can is, is it possible to see you perform that or you know I, we um, hope so. Go, it, go ahead. But. It is something that began a couple of years ago. Uh, this project that I call the Puerto Rican Songbook, and it was an opportunity for me to honor the songwriters of the island and the composers of the island and this music that I grew up listening to. And um, I, we did a show. I did a show three years ago, and uh, it went really well. It was mostly for a Puerto Rican audience and. The result of that was quite uh, impactful to me because after the show, Puerto Rican people who have been here for three, four, you know, third generations were like, oh, my God, you know, you, that song took me back. Um, and for me, it was an opportunity also to – I mean, the, the show is one that for an artist's point, it started telling me the story of the Puerto Rican people because um, we I'm performing songs all the way from the early 1900s. And, uh, and the diversity, and we talked about that, and we, we touch about the, the rhythms, and but we also, um, it's historical in a way. Most people don't realize that Puerto Rico, it's a colony, and it's been around for 500 years, and um, it becomes an educational show uh, as well. So, mm. and, and you, I guess to some degree, you have been able to bring that to some students in Bridgeport through your participation in classrooms right in Bridgeport. Correct. Could you talk a little bit? I, I was really fascinated and, and quite proud, actually, that you uh, 
Um, you worked with uh, a team, I believe it included uh, included Fuzz mm-hmm. uh, from Deep Banana Blackout, where you guys went into school and you worked with the children. You um, taught them songwriting and composition, and it ended up being a song that they actually performed along with you in the assembly. Right. Can you talk about that song, the, the process, and a little bit about um, the meaning of the song? Yeah, the song is called Come On and Dance, and uh, it's a song that the kids actually wrote themselves. Yeah, get right on that mic there. Yes, the, the song was uh, called, uh, the name is called Come, Come On and Dance, and it's a song that the kids wrote themselves. And uh, I was very, we were very into the idea of um, teaching the kids um, how to write the song um, and, and sort of kind of empower, empowering them uh, with the gift of creativity. Um, and uh, they wrote the lyrics, they wrote the music. Um, it was um, really, really rewarding. And it was uh, something that took about a year and a half. I mean, we went back several times. And it was healing for the kids. Um, you know, for me, coming from this community, it's important to go back and sort of not just give, but also help empower the kids, right? And, and it was quite, um, and to sort of teach them and, and, and uh, help them with, with retain skills that will take them somewhere. And I think it's great when they see somebody that comes from their own backyard. And th- these were elementary age kids, right? Elementary age so, kids, correct. So, the, you know, this was probably, the teachers probably really appreciated you coming in and bringing this type of energy and stimulation that, you know, it's beyond uh, what a, a teacher can normally provide. I, I bet you, were, were the teachers pretty happy uh, The about teachers it were extremely happy, you know, I mean, it, it, because, you know, we, we're coming in and we, we're doing a great work with the children and the children are excited and, um, and it's just, uh, it's really uh, a love effort from every, from everyone. Um, and the kids really appreciated it. And for me, it was so rewarding to actually see the process, you know, from a songwriting point, when you have an idea and you see the process of the seed growing, growing, growing to eventually we ended up recording this song, um, uh, and having the kids see themselves in the song and hearing themselves in the song. Uh, it just sort of kind of taught them, you know, uh, hopefully the, the value of work and, and seeing something through to the end and the magic of creativity. Um, so many different angles that we were able to cover with this, with this program. Um, it was great. Fantastic. Good stuff. Can you, uh, give us an update on other projects that you have coming up that, that our listeners should know about? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, um, Musically, I have a record coming out. I mean, there was a record that uh, the first Cosmic Keyboard record that nobody can find. You were talking about our, our ages and our, our relevancy. You know, we, I, there was a record that we put out uh, with a lot of great songs that you cannot find anywhere. So it's never been digitally released. So it's going to be digitally released this summer. Uh, so that's one. Um, I have several uh, gigs coming up. Um, things are opening up, which is nice. Uh, one in May 8th, I'm playing at the new Cisco Brewers in Stanford. Um, that's going to be a day, um, a show that we're going to be doing. Um, I am also working, as you know, I've been in the fabric business for a very long time and it's been a documentary that I've been working on a lot of love. It's called the fabric chronicles. Um, which yeah, is, this, this is actually a very interesting thing where Rick is kind of redefining how you experience fabric, not just as touching the fabric, but actually experiencing it through song and video. And he's, he's, uh, he, you know, he's trying to revolutionize how you would actually experience and purchase fabric. <laughs> yeah, in, in, cool. a, in a way, you know, I mean, it, it started by me, as you know, I go to New York and Brooklyn and all these different places, and I was always fascinated by the conversations that people would have over a piece of fabric. And, uh, and I was able to record all those conversations, and um, it really tells a lot about about folks and it's a quite diverse group of people from you know hispanic to jewish to to not to french to and um and how the fabric serves as this sort of common ground where people are spilling their <laughs> their uh, most i mean the amazing stories right and um, okay you're talking to somebody who understands because my family owned a leather business in yeah. bridgeport for 80 years so we used to have a whole language around the hand and the touching and the experience of leather. So I'm like, you're taking me back. Man. And the similarities <laughs> to have to music and creativity, right? M- music and the, the colors and texture and emotion and how that transforms the room. So that's going to come out too. Um, and um, again, some shows at the Puerto Rican Songbook, which is great. 
Uh, it's really like I've been loving that project. Um, I just did in the arcade. We did uh, another project that um, has been brewing. It's called Latin Americana, where I where I ended up playing with the great Dan Tressler and um, Jeff Smith, uh, and we sort of mashed uh, bluegrass music with uh, Puerto Rican folk music, and uh, we called it Latin Americana. So I I'm always like these sort of kind of I don't know crossover uh, multicultural um, uh, musical experiments. Well, um, yeah, and you uh, tell people what time you usually wake up in the morning, and that'll help explain why I, you have so many things going <laughs> on. I usually try to wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning, um, sometimes sooner. You know, you got to – I mean, that's – you know what? You see, I, that's because my father used to play that radio at 5 a.m. and so early in the morning. Have you found that radio station? No, it was an AM radio <laughs> it was an AM radio station and um, I don't think it exists anymore, but you know those those are, those are the habits that kind of stick with you. So All right, uh, well, we're going to we're going to play a little song now, right? Yeah. Um, and if, before we do, could you tell us is there a best place where our listeners can find you on social media or a website or how do how do people get in contact with you? And then tell us a little bit about the song we're about to play together. Yeah, you can reach me at uh, I'm on Instagram on the Rick Del Mundo. That's uh, R-I-C-K-D-E-L-M-U-N-D-O. Rick Del Mundo on Instagram. You can also follow me in uh, on the Rick Reyes Music and Facebook. Uh, there's a new site coming out on the Rick Reyes.tv. Um, so that's a way to you can f- uh, find me. And uh, the next song, oh, we're playing a song called Todos Los Dias. <laughs> and, I, and, and considering how, how, how this song, it makes you feel like I mean, this past year has been one of those, like, every day feels like the same day, right? Um, so this song is uh, dedicated to a friend of mine who asked me, can you play that song? I hear Miss Carolyn Gonzalez from the uh, Capital for Change. Um, so this is for her and for everybody. And I hope everybody's safe and healthy and, you know, joyous today. And todos los dias refers to the fact that every day. Every day. It's a great opportunity to make it a great day. Yeah. Every day. That's a little like when Robin Williams says to those kids in uh, Dead Poets Society, carpe diem, right? Live for the day. Live for the day. This is uh, Rick Reyes on guitar and vocals, Rob Freed on bass and some background vocals. We're going to play Todos los Dias. Yes, Todos los Dias. Okay. All right. We're going to do this like that. Let me just set this up. Steve Steve will make the adjusting. Okay. So, ready? Uh, All right, Rob. One, two, three, and... Woo! Every day! Paciencia, pero no la encuentro. Que en esperanza, pero nunca viene. Dicen que el plan yeah, ya está hecho. Yo tenía un sueño, pero se me olvidó. Tenía hambre, pero ya se fue. Tenía fe en lo que me enseñaron. Pero aprendí que era todo una mentira. Todos los días me vuelvo un loco, todos los días me pierdo por ahí, todos los días me vuelvo un loco, todos los días, yeah, ajá, everyday. Dicen que el miedo se convierte en realidad Y que se encuentra detrás de la cortina Que no fueron los frenos, pero falta de energía Aunque pierdas años, ganas sabiduría Todos los días me vuelvo un loco Todos los días me pierdo por ahí Todos los días me vuelvo un loco Todos los días Every day, you go. Woo. 
Esto es lo que sucede todos los días. Aquí va. Ay, canta conmigo. ¿Qué rap? One. Canta conmigo. Sí. Todos los días me caigo y me levanto. Que en la ciencia de la vida trato de ser un buen humano y no me olvido de mis hermanos. Doy gracias a la vida por el amor que ella cultiva. Adiós. so much yeah every day right That every day you gotta prayers. grab it gotta go get it Todos los días, gotta rick go get reyes, it the amazing rick reyes thank you so much thank you mr we'll rob be, uh, back in a couple minutes with our good friend alicia robinson in the meantime please enjoy this is she here Have a code that you can live by, and so become yourself because the past is just a goodbye. Teach your children well, their father's health did slowly go by. One you know by Everybody sing with us Don't you ever ask them why If they told you you would cry So just look at them and sigh And know they love you was uh, Teacher Children, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Four-Way Street. This is Rob Freed. Um, you're listening to Band Central Radio on WPKN 89.5, WPKN.org. We just had a wonderful interview with Rick Reyes from the Cosmic Ibaros. And now we're going to turn to... The topic for today, which is uh, music education at Bridgeport Schools, and we're going to bring on my friend Alicia Robinson. Alicia, are you there? Hi, I am 
I'm here. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Sure, sure. Great to hear your voice. Happy Monday. Um, Alicia began her career as an educator in 2009 after graduating magna cum laude from the University of Bridgeport with an MS in education and a concentration in music. She then became the director of performing and visual arts for Bridgeport schools. And I can tell you, she is passionate about helping kids get a well-rounded education right here in her hometown of Bridgeport. Um, She's also the proud mother of a teenage daughter. Um, I've met Alicia several times. We've had several meetings, and I've been very impressed with her. You know, as you'll see, she has both a a vision for the future, but also uh, an attention to details and an ability to to make sure things get done and the kids are are taught very carefully. Um, So, Alicia, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself just in terms of how you evolved to where you are today? Absolutely. I mean, so you touched on me uh, being very local. I am homegrown and still proud to be a Bridgeport resident. And my love and passion for music started in fifth grade right here in Bridgeport Public Schools. Um, But I I attended the University of Bridgeport, as you mentioned, and I was in their internship program, which was an incredible program. And through that program, I was able to intern in Bridgeport Public Schools for one year while I was completing my education degree. And really, there there was no other place that I could imagine being. And so shortly after graduating, I landed my first full time gig as a general music teacher right here in Bridgeport, and I actually taught general music here for eight years prior to uh, shifting to, it's not the dark side, there's a lot of jokes about that, but prior to moving over to arts administration, and, and, and I've been in that position now for four years. Nice, nice. And, um, you know, a lot of things that, something that, that many of us are wondering is, what happened to music and arts education in the Bridgeport schools during the pandemic? Yeah, and certainly this isn't specific to Bridgeport or the state of Connecticut, but all around the country and likely the world. So as we all know, in in arts programs that are typically underfunded and always on the chopping block, and a lot of times what saves our programs from being cut is the visibility in performances. So there are four artistic processes. They are creating, performing, responding, and connecting. Performing was really the core in the heart of our music program prior to this year. However, this year, because performance was taken off of the table due to COVID, we really were able to build up some of the other artistic skills that we want students to have, such as creating, responding, and connecting. So there has been a lot of uh, digital music creation through tools like Soundtrap uh, and GarageBand that allow students to continue to create and compose. There's even been some songwriting pieces, uh, a lot of work actually in our schools around matters of equity and social justice. And so what we're, we've really been doing this year is pivoting um, from the performance piece to explicitly framing the arts as a tool of uh, social justice and social emotional learning that can address our students' needs. And are you, are you referring to high school students as well as middle school students and grade school students? Absolutely, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So when you talked about having a clear vision, my vision for this department and all of the professional development and workshops and work that we're really grounded in is in equity, access, high-quality arts instruction, and culturally responsive teaching. So that's from the teacher that is doing general music, pre-K-8, all the way up through the high schools. Now, generally speaking, and we, we, you know, we don't get political on this show. We, we restrain ourselves. But, you know, there was a move several years ago to emphasize math and English and learning those basic skills at, at the expense of the arts and music. Is, is that correct? Yes. Now, yes. What my question for you is how are we doing as far as 
you know, giving giving music and arts education, getting it back into the flow, because I think there's, you know, there's another narrative that says, and, you know, I don't know if you heard the, the Plato quote that I read at the top of the show, um, that, you know, it's more than just about the music. It's about developing the full brain, about cognitive uh, abilities. You know, music it plays a, a very big role beyond... Um, just the music itself. What, what are your thoughts on that? And where do you think we are in Bridgeport schools is having the teachers and the administration really appreciate the power of it? Yeah, that is a really great question. And you've done some um, thinking, and I've certainly done some thinking around that as well. So, I mean, Yes, of course, music, you can, you know, in a music class, you can learn how to play an instrument and learn how to sing. And all of those are great skills for students that may want to go on and perform and, you know, be in bands and things like that. That's absolutely awesome. And I don't want to take that away from anyone who has that vision for their future. But when we think about um, our children's development, and especially when we think about the social and emotional skills that they are struggling with right now due to the trauma and anxiety from um, as a result of the pandemic that that's magnified as a result of the pandemic that is when we're able to to emphasize the power of the arts to address the larger needs of the children so yes you can learn how to play an instrument but while you're doing that also you're developing communication skills collaboration skills self-esteem presentation skills I've been performing on a stage and in parades since I was in fifth grade so now having a brief, you know, radio call isn't as overwhelming or intimidating as it may have been had I not had that experience. But most importantly, I think that it gives our students the arts and music specifically give our students agency and they give them voice. A lot of times our children do not have the uh, verbal language skills to communicate the stresses and the traumas that they have. And so by providing these types of artistic outlets, they are equipped with the tools that they need to communicate communicate so that the adults that are working with them can then take additional measures if needed. Yeah, that was great. And I know Rick is sitting here nodding along with me where, you know, we both know, you know, music has really helped us. Both Tremendously, yeah. I mean, people. like what she just said. I mean, for me, I was I was that kid. I was like that, that kid that couldn't express certain things. And it was like guitar that was in the house and my stories that allow me to sort of kind of express and release uh, what I was uh, – feeling i also have three kids you know and i I can tell you that uh the impact of this year it's been tremendous you know i mean it's Mm -hmm. been so difficult uh and i speak with all the parents and i speak with uh, with uh, and talk to all the uh, teachers uh and it's been not talked about enough and not dealt with i think as as it should because it's been very difficult, even from a parent. You know, it was it was a very difficult year to navigate, um, and so I think music can 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 be uh, all of that. Uh, can be a way to sort of uh, um, heal and socialize again and communicate, yeah. and um, for sure. Wow, great, Rick. Hey, Alicia, could you tell us a little bit about the fall? Meaning, what I, what I have in mind is that I know, you know, there's been talk about federal money coming to the state of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just sitting here hoping that some of it is coming to you, or at least, <laughs> you know, arts and music education here in Bridgeport. Um, mm-hmm. what, what kinds of things, you know, as we get into maybe something, uh, an environment that's a little more normal next year, what, what are you envisioning for uh, some of the new things that you would like to do to infuse uh, uh, this into Bridgeport schools? Absolutely. So this year was definitely an opportunity to slow down a bit and really kind of reshift what our next steps are going to be. Next year and the next three to five years are definitely going to be rebuilding years, but we are not going to slow down momentum. We have some incredible, incredible opportunities for our students and teachers on the horizon for next year, including uh, the possibility of launching a performing arts after school program that will support high school students uh, during the week after school in performing arts instruction 
band, musical theater, dance, uh, concert band, modern band, and other types of ensembles. But uh, that's high school, and that's awesome. We also want to address the needs of our middle school students, and so we're looking to launch a middle school theater program district-wide, possibly on the weekend, where we will be engaging all of our uh, interested performing arts middle school students in really intense instruction to, to hopefully make up for um, what we didn't get this past year. So if, if a parent or a teacher is listening and they want to get a hold of you, is there a best way to, to be in contact with you? Um, of course. Email is the best way to get in touch with me, and my email is a Robinson. That's R O B, I, I, as in boy. I N is in Nancy. S O N at BridgeportEDU.net. A Robinson at BridgeportEDU.net. If you do a Google search for Alicia Robinson Bridgeport, you'll find me. Well, I I hope you continue to be happy because Bridgeport is very lucky to have you. Uh, here, uh, making sure our children are carefully taught. For sure. And uh, I want to also add that, you know, one of, uh, you may or may not know that WPKN is moving from the University of Bridgeport to a new location, a new studio that will be above uh, Bijou Square. And as part of that, there's more facility. There's going to be uh, uh, an extra studio and a larger broadcasting studio and the ability potentially to uh, engage with school kids to help them learn about podcasting, broadcasting, voiceover work, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I hope that we can continue this discussion, Alicia, about how Band Central and WPKN can possibly be partners of yours in, uh, in your vision. Absolutely. That sounds incredible. And because we'll have the resources, the fiscal resources in place uh, for next year uh, and definitely the teachers in place, I will be looking for those types of local partners that will be able to expand the programming we uh, will be providing. So that sounds incredible. Well, I want to thank you very much for uh, giving us some of your time today. And uh, we wish you the best for the rest of the school year. And uh Stay in touch. Hope to see you around soon. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you so much. Take Take care. care.